just because people show up to work don't mean they show up for work. They showing yep. up for the paycheck now because you've shown them that you're not walking in what you're not practicing what you preach. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Seventh Square Podcast Leadership Tips. I'm here again with my main man, Mr. Corey Seague. Corey, how's it going today? Oh man, we all good today. And uh, man, I'm really excited about this topic because I've been talking about it lately a lot. Um, but yeah, man, I I guess I'll just give it to y'all since y'all since y'all listening already. But we're talking about like top down leadership, right? Like at, attitude reflects leadership. Oh, that's good, Corey. And before we actually. Before we jump into it, I just want to share a clip because when you told me about the topic, I'm like, where have I heard attitude reflect leadership? And it took me back to remember the Titans. So we're just going to play a quick preview of a clip for you so you can hear kind of the back and forth that leaders go through with their team members on leadership. And once we play that through, we will come back and definitely chop it up and break this down. So we're going to take it here for y'all. Huh? Or anybody else out there? You want to talk about a waste? You the captain, right? Right. Captain's supposed to be the leader, right? Right. You got a job? I have a you job. You been doing your job? I've been doing my job. Then why don't you tell your white buddies to block for Red Feather? Because they have not blocked for him worth a plug nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays. Yourself included. I'm supposed to wear myself out for the team? What team? No. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look out for myself and I'm going to get mine. See, man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. And, Corey, you know, so many times... We're asked to, as team members, and both you and I have been a part of other organizations. We've worked for individuals. We had our leadership. You're asked to do so much. And then when you're not rewarded, you fall back. When people don't take, and you know, we talked about in one of our episodes, just the internal, the intrinsic versus the extrinsic and the external motivations. When you're not tapping into that as a leader and your employees or your team members disengage, then you want to say they got an attitude. Then you want to say, oh, you're just showing up for the paycheck or you just here just getting by. Of course I am because you haven't shown me that you value what I bring to the table. And so at this point, the attitude reflects the leadership. If you had better leadership, then my attitude might be different. So when I listen to that, when I hear that interchange, it's like he's expecting him, the other guy, to do all to do the work, do his job, play for the team, look out for everybody. And then he throws it back. He was like, well, if you expect me to do X, Y, and Z, why aren't you telling other people to do it? Why aren't you holding them accountable? Why are you just on me? Well, since you're not going to hold them accountable, then I got to look out for myself. And I think, Corey, that goes without to say without saying in any situation, if you feel like you're back against the corner or you feel like you backed up in the corner, you feel like things aren't going your way and you got to protect you and your family. Because I ain't going to lie, Corey, when I get into certain situations, the first thing I think about is, OK, I got to look out for my family. 
I got to make sure we taken care of. So I ain't trying to hear all the rest of the team stuff. I got to make sure I'm solid. And then you tell me, well, that's a bad attitude. So we go back to, well, that's what I got from you. So my attitude reflected leadership. What you think about that? Yeah. And I mean, that, to be honest, that clip is what a lot of people deal with. Um, when you when you don't effectively engage your team completely because people then start to say well if you don't care about what they're doing then i'm gonna just look out for myself you know i'm gonna go get promoted myself see i believe i believe people perform very highly because of one of two reasons they either say i like you as a leader i'm bought into you and the vision and the mission and i'm going to work in the in this team because i like it here the other reason is I don't like it here and I don't like it so much that I need to get out because because I'm tired of dealing with this and I'm tired of this environment and I'm tired of this whatever goes on day to day. I'm tired of your attitude. I'm tired of the way that you approach us. So I got to go. And if that means me being so good at my job that I get a promotion or I get put on something else that then so be it. Mm -hmm. Right. The reason I say that is because those two extremes if you just kind of hang out and you're just like well it's not bad but it ain't good and i'm not really inspired uh and they don't really give me the tools that i need to succeed you'll probably have some type of like average like production of a team not good not bad um probably a la your cleveland browns of the of the world uh that you know they they're pretty good right now but they're not gonna take you to the top they're not gonna take you to a super bowl you know but i think that's the that's the prime example of why you have to have to engage people. But I tell you what, though, Tyrus, let me let me talk to one of the things that was really powerful for me is when he pushed it back on the leader and said, well, attitude reflects leadership. And you saw his face like, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Because sometimes you're leading and you're going to meetings and you're doing all these things during the day. And you're giving directions and you're delegating and you're doing all these great things as a leader that you forget the reason they do what they do is because of you. Well, I'm going to have to quote that. The reason they do what they do is because of you. Right. And because where your actions go is where their energy flows. And mm -hmm. so when you think about it. If if I only hold one person accountable, if I if if everybody else can get away with murder on the team, but you keep picking on me. Or when somebody kind of half does the job, that was fine. But then you got on me because I didn't, I half did the job. I did the same thing that they did. Now it's a problem. Or I gave this person a task to do and they didn't do it. Uh, or maybe I did do it. But then this person got a task and they did it, but they got praised, but I didn't get praised for some reason. So you know what? Bump whatever you talking about. I'm going to just go back to doing what I'm doing because clearly what I do is not good enough for you. And so in that situation, it was like literally it, it just light bulbed in my head. That part is really what we're talking about of top down leadership. He's not realizing that where his actions go is where that team's energy flowed. And he's saying, well, this person doesn't block every time they call this play. They don't block for him. You know, and he says, well, you don't do it either. And that's a bad attitude. You're right. Because we're one in the same at this point. And it's, it's a hard pill to swallow, but I think a lot of people need to understand that it it happens more often than not when you're leading a team. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, top-down leadership is really 
is autocratic in a sense to where whatever the leader says, they make the decisions. They make most of the decisions, and then it just goes down through the hierarchy to everybody else, and it's implemented. So your leader will come up with strategy. They come up with where the company is going. They make the decision and say, hey, I'm the leader. Corey, we're going to go and we're going to market to these people. And then Corey says, okay, let me go and handle that and do the task. That's top-down leadership. And so why is that important? And you can argue that maybe it should be bottom-up leadership, maybe that the team should come up with a lot of the strategy and the leadership buy-in. Either way, there are different models and they work for different people. But to Corey's point, when you're pushing down the negativity, when you're pushing down the one-sidedness, that's what's going to reciprocate. For some reason, Corey, I think leaders believe in some organizations, some leaders, they believe that if they just make the decision, if they just jump out and say do X, Y, and Z, but they don't walk the right walk all the way through, they think their team members will walk the right walk. They Boom. Here you go. I got it from parenting. To do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. That don't work. And you know it don't work. Everybody knows that doesn't work. People are looking at you for the example. So as the leader, if I'm saying one thing but walking a different thing, I've lost my team. Mm-hmm. They're going to disengage. They And don't get it twisted. Just because people show up to work don't mean they show up for work. They showing yep. up for the paycheck now because you've shown them that you're not walking in what you're not practicing what you preach you're not setting the right standard. You're just giving instruction. And it may not even be the right instruction. Yeah. And watch this. So often we forget when we get into leadership positions and of, of any kind, right? And this goes from, from team lead to unofficial lead to vice president to CEO, whatever. We forget sometimes that attitude reflects leadership. And if I'm not willing to do something, well, how do you expect me to be willing to do that? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that I work with, and that, and I'll give y'all a prime example. I was helping, I was helping one of my employees the other day. Uh, I hate using that term, but I gotta tell you, I gotta put it that way so y'all get what I'm saying. Because I, I just say my people because we just family, and it, like I, I serve a particular role to them. Um, and uh, she was trying to talk to me how to get through this negotiation. Somebody was giving her a hard time about something. And she was like, I don't know how to talk it through to him. And I said, you know what? So we practiced ourselves because I wasn't going to let off the hook and just be like, you know, you're not going to like you. You're not going to practice this. And then now you just thoroughly don't understand what to do. But I said, I tell you what, I'm going to call him. And then I'm going to get you. I'm going to three way. I put you on the phone. Just mute yourself. And then you can listen to me do it. And she was like, you would do that? I'm like, well, yeah, because why would I expect you to do something that I wouldn't do? And I'm giving you words and I'm not going to burn. I ain't going to burn no bridges, Tyrus, because there's a lot of (laughs) coaches out here who can make you six figures in 90 days, but they ain't never made six figures before. Mm, But uh, Don't burn them bridges. Yeah, I ain't going to do that today. But uh, just her, her, her response to it was like, you would do that for me. And it, I, I almost felt some kind of way because I'm like, in, internally I was happy because I was like, yeah, she gave me a good reaction. I'm going to do it for her. But then it's like, how many people have not showed her what to do or not stepped into the game with her, not 
you know, portrayed what they were asking her to do. And now she's so like, oh, wow. That it's like a grand, you know, expression from her. And I'm like, man, it should just be in the perfect world. Cool. Let, let me see you do that real quick. That way I know how to do it next time. Because she's had so many people emulate that for her that she can now do it. So a lot of times, Tyrus, we will say, and 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 I'm almost bringing back into life. It's a lot of it's a lot of limiting beliefs that people go through and say what you can't do, uh, yeah. or what you shouldn't do, or what you need to go do. But I'm not gonna do it because it's them. They themselves is saying, I don't I don't trust myself in being able to do this. Therefore, I can't show you. But you go out there and do that. And now, look, there's a few different things like Bill Belichick's probably not going to go tackle Derrick Henry in the hole. Right. That's probably not going to happen. But in our everyday lives, and I got to say that because, you know, there's these Internet critics out here that's like, well, some things, you know, if (laughs) you tell me that the Olympic Olympic gymnast coach is supposed to get out there. I'm not saying that because that man might be 60 years old. What I'm saying is in our everyday lives of the typical things that we go through, you should be able to step in, emulate what you want from them all the way down to just be positive. I see so many leaders out there that say, my team's always negative. I don't know how to combat the negativity. I don't know because you're negative. That's why, because everything that you say is woe is me and you, you Scrooge with your team every day but you want them to uphold this standard of positivity you want them to do things really fast but when they to ask you if you could get something done from them it take you a week to get oh, it done my goodness my goodness you hitting it Corey. Like, hitting it's gonna it. sting for somebody i'm just saying it's gonna sting for somebody listening to this like there are things that you're not doing you expect for somebody else to do you you say well why didn't you tell me about the situation that was going on because you never tell me about situations that go on, and I get blindsided all the time. You gotta be in my head. You gotta be because I'm looking. I'm I'm thinking about situations where this very thing that you're talking about happens all the time. The leader is not doing what they want the employees to do, but then they will turn around and blame them. Mm-hmm. Well, we lack in here. We lack in there. We don't have this. But even if we had this, you're not gonna follow it. And you can't do that and want – we go and we talk about buy-in all the time. As a leader, you have to get your team to buy into your mission, your vision, the, the strategic goals, the objectives, the path, the plan, whatever. But if you're not following that, there is no buy-in. You're a hypocrite. And eventually people fall away because they're watching you tell them that they're not good enough for – you're not doing this good enough. We need to improve. But then again, you're not making that transition of improvement for yourself. And it, and then you have the nerve to not have a, a true open door policy, because let's face it. Most of these corporations that have open door policies, once you go into that open door, the next thing they try to do is figure out how to get you out. Yeah, it's open judgment. Yeah. That, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, Open judgment policy. Corey, I'm about to put that on a t-shirt for real. <laughs> put open judgment, cross it out, put open door. Mm-hmm. Because that's is I never heard that, but you just it's true. You go in, you tell them exactly what they told you to come do, 
Come tell us how you feel. How can we improve? What can we do better? And then you tell them all that, and then they come back with, well, we ain't going to be able to do X, Y, and Z, or we ain't going to make that change, or that's just the culture of the, how this works. But you want me to improve, mm-hmm. or you want me to be bought in, or you want me to be stuck. So, Corb, I want to give some practical things, because right now there may be some leaders listening. It's like, yep, I'm doing that, and I don't want to do that no more. The very first step, I think, is to sit with yourself and think about your leadership style. Mm-hmm. Am I in the trenches with my team or am I just barking out orders? Am I treating everybody fairly, holding everybody to the same standard? There's no special treatment or is there special treatment going on? Am I clear with what the expectations are? And am I following the expectations at my level? Then, once you have that conversation with yourself, communicate that to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And it might not even be that. Maybe I need to back up a step, Corey. Maybe don't communicate it. Do open door policy, a true one, and get feedback. And just be honest. Hey, look, I want to take the organization to the next level. This is how I've been doing. I know we have gaps. Where do you think I need to make the correction on my end? And how can I support you with shoring up the gaps that I think I see on your end? Because you know what, Corey? There's something else that just popped in my mind. A lot of leaders talk about the gaps in their teams, but it's not really gaps. It's the incoherency and it's the lack of clarity from the top that causes the team to function the way they do. So it's not even the team's gap. It go back to the leader gap. Attitude reflect leadership. Gaps reflect leadership. What are you doing? What do you have in place? Now, mm-hmm. of course, you can get teams that they got some people on there that don't care. No matter how much you have in place, they're not going to follow. You get rid of them if you can't train them. But if you have not given them clarity, it's not their gap is yours. And I'm going to turn it over. My first step was to get immense clarity on the vision, your thoughts, where you are. Get feedback with step two. And then I'll let you jump with step three. It might be communicated. It might be something different. Yeah. So for me, I definitely think it's communicating that because I, I believe the more transparent you are with any team that you're in, it, don't, it does not matter what level you are. You could be a C-suite executive. If you are not transparent, you become less of a person. And Mm -hmm. we see this so often because that person may identify some things that are different. And then just let me give you an example, right? Let's just say, you know, I want people to have a sense of urgency in what they do. And I have not had a sense of urgency to what I used to, what I did. And now all of a sudden I come into work and I'm like, shoot, 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 shoot. And I'm getting everything done. They're going to be like, man, what the hell is going on with him? Yeah. What is wrong with him? And it, I could do it for a week. I could do it for two weeks. And then they're just going to be looking at me like, boy, what is he on? Is two, one too many monsters? One too many Red Bulls or something? Like what? He must have hit. Or, you know, sometimes, sometimes, especially for men, I said, all my, all my female pe- associates who have ever worked for me, they always be like, oh, he must have him a little girlfriend now. Not he on top of everything. <laughs> but it's like they'll they'll just look at you and be like, what is wrong with him? 
Mm-hmm. So you, you got to be transparent, right? You got to let them know, you know what, y'all, I've been thinking about what the way that I've been acting. And I want y'all to give me some feedback, but I'm going to tell y'all what I kind of found in myself. I didn't have a sense of urgency. So I'm asking y'all to do stuff. And I got stuff sitting on my email for a week, two weeks that's not getting done. And y'all keep asking me about it. You know, I keep asking y'all to be positive about things. But then I come in and start telling y'all about everything that you're not doing. Yeah. Man, you know, I want y'all to show up on time. But, you know, I take a little, you know, hour 15 lunch. I mm-hmm. roll in, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes late every day. But you know what? I tell I tell y'all what. I'm going to commit to y'all, and y'all gotta give me some feedback on if there's anything else that I may have missed. I'm gonna commit to y'all. I'm gonna be on time. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm gonna be positive, and I, I promise you, I'm not gonna have anything sitting there because I don't want to ask you to do something that I'm not doing myself. I just can we agree to that? And then you start having that conversation of transparency because people say, "Dang, he really took the time to look internally." He took the time to get to know him. He identified some things that was wrong. Now, here's what's going to happen, Otiris. You create a bond with them or a new bond with them, and y'all can start fresh unless you just burn them bridges completely. You start fresh, and they say, man, you know what? I'm all right with this guy because he he was okay looking internally. See, the other thing it's going to do, though, it's going to cause them to look internally. And then they're going to be like, well, what am I not doing? And if he can work on it, shoot, I guess I can work on some things too. And then you can facilitate a conversation and be like, you know what? I've been working on some things. So anybody got anything they, they, they've been working on? Maybe, maybe me holding myself accountable, we can all hold each other accountable to some things that we needed to fix. So I'm going to kick it over to you. But that's, that's the second part. I think transparency in the communication and letting people know, you know I'm human. I, I know I was messing up, but I had to sit down and figure that out. Yeah, that's good. And I think that that's it, you know, because you don't have to take it too deep and you don't want to procrastinate. You want to do, and that's three steps. That is really sitting with yourself as a leader to figure out, okay, am I really walking the path that I say I'm walking? Am I really practicing what I preach? And then once you figure it out, take in information to see how people view you. And how they view the situation or what ideas they might have. And then just come back with some transparent communication Mm -hmm. and say, hey, look, I know that over this time I've been saying it's you, 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 you. It's the team. It's the team. But I realize that it's me. And here's what I resolve to do for the team. So as a leader, you should take those three steps. And you can do that tomorrow. You don't have to practice it. You don't have to draw up a plan to do it. You just have to sit down and be honest. And, you know, as a leader, as a company owner, as an entrepreneur, you have to do this with your teams, your clients, and you should do it, you know, with your family. Like, you should, what the book? I got the book somewhere. The Four Agreements. Mm -hmm. Being impeccable with your speech. Yep. Just the way you talk and the way you walk and having just a foundation of solid integrity. Just start. It does not mean that, man, I wasn't, I didn't have it before, blah, blah, blah. That none of that matters because every day is a new day for a new opportunity to be a new leader of new you 
we should be able to transition from phase to phase to phase and just get better. So don't let things hold you up. Yep. You have to have the ability to say, you know what? Here's the change I want. And it's going to be from the top down. Start at the top. Now, this is where leaders, Corey, and I'm going to get us out of here. Leaders love to do top-down leadership when it's about making decisions. But when it's about change, they want to be bottom-up. Mm-hmm. They well, want the team That'll be another one. They want everything to happen from the bottom-up. Mm-hmm. But when it's decision-making and power, it's, it's top-down. Mm-hmm. So we, gonna, we ain't going to go there. We ain't going to go there. We're going we gonna to save that for y'all for another one. But, Corey, final thoughts on it, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, if that if there's nothing that you get from this from this particular podcast, this episode is just where wherever your actions go is where your team will flow. And once you once you realize what you do day to day, it like when you realize that you're really doing these things day to day, you will start to see that in your team all the way down to maybe slouching in your chair. Again, your positivity, what your words you use with people. How do you discuss things? You will realize that your team will follow suit and they will take on kind of your personality and everything that they do. I love it. I love it. Beautiful topic. And we can we can go deeper. We're probably going to have to do a part two, part three, part four series on just top down, bottom up leadership and those approaches and why, how to blend them. Because I, I honestly believe, Corey, that we so stuck on is one or the other. You got to mm-hmm. do one or the other. We got to start learning how to blend the best of both worlds and find what's optimal for the team and the company. So we'll we'll talk about me and Corey get on that for you guys to really, really build a series around leadership styles, leadership approaches in business so we can all grow. And we just want to thank you guys again for joining us for another edition of the 7 Square Podcast Leadership Tips where we or our main goal is just to help leaders develop to continue to grow and for their organizations to grow, but also for their teams and their people to grow. So remember, attitude reflects leadership. And-